Welcome back to Good Dog Radio. I'm Jason. I'm Veronica. And we are here for another week of a good podcast. Pretty proud of us. This is our second one. I know. <laughs> took We're us really a, following through on this. Took us a little bit to get here, but here we are. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. And um, also, we have an interesting topic today. Something we do. We have a topic that's very near and dear to our hearts. Yes. And something that Been we feel be- is very important. Yes. And increasingly. Yes. Absolutely. More in our lives than it used to be. Yes. Very much. So. Significantly. Yes. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to talk about spay and neuter. We are going to talk about spay and neuter. So um, I'm sure a lot of people have heard there's a lot of... Uh, vets and professionals out there that are talking about how um, we cannot rescue ourselves out of the overpopulation mess that we are currently in. Yeah. Um, It's kind of like trying to empty the ocean with a teaspoon. Um, And while we love every single dog that we save, um, the the impact is fairly minimal in terms of numbers. Um, So we... There are a lot more dogs than there are homes, unfortunately. So many, so many more. Yes. So to start out, I mean, let's just kind of run through a couple numbers, some statistics, if you will. Tell us all the numbers. Um, So every year in the United States, uh, over 6 million animals enter the shelter system. Of those, about 3.5 million are adopted out and about 3 million are euthanized for time and space. Um, That's half people half that's half of the animals make it out alive yes which is Um, insane just to think about a really really high number it's really disheartening yes um so a couple more things just kind of run through here um one in ten dogs find permanent homes so that means like from you know puppyhood only one in ten will actually stay with the family that they started out with like that's ridiculous it blows my mind um and then um this kind of ties into what we're doing but we'll get to that later but um 88 percent of pets in underserved communities are not fixed so we are working with a lot of underserved communities but we will talk about that in a little bit yeah um let's talk about why there are so many animals real quick here so um Dogs are 15 times more prolific than humans, and cats are 45 times more. So basically, you know, so cats can become pregnant at four months of age. They have two to four heat cycles a year. They can have kittens on every single one of those heat cycles. Which Um, is absolutely absurd. absurd. There's so many. (laughs) So many. There's so many. It's Um, astronomical. And then dogs can become pregnant at five months of age, and they can have two to three heat cycles a year. And again can have puppies in all of those cycles if and then those puppies in a very short five months can also then start reproducing yes so um i don't have the cat numbers but for dogs so assuming that a dog has two litters a year until they're eight years old they have approximately that dog will have approximately 70 puppies but with all of those puppies in six years gets you up to sixty-seven thousand puppies so I don't know about you, but I don't know 67,000 people to give dogs to. So, um, yeah, let's fix our animals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in addition to just numbers, what are some of the other things that are good about spay-neuter? Yeah. How does that help? I mean, uh, 
there's obviously health benefits, which, you know, um, can range from cancer um, with both male and female and some uh, other infections, um, uterus infections. They call it a pyometra um, where that uterus fills up with pus. We've seen this in surgeries. Yeah. It is very dangerous. It's deadly if not treated. Very. And caught. Yep. And I mean, how would you catch that unless you spit your dog? Like, it's not visible. It's yeah, it's 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 hard to catch. Absolutely. Yeah. And then there there is another one where it's fluid filled, but it's also a certain it's hydrometra, hydrometra yep. which is still dangerous. Yes. Um, it's like the precursor to pyometra. I think. Yes, I think it turns into it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I was reading somewhere where you are statistically higher range for one of those two syndromes to happen if you allow your dog to have puppies. Yes. And then it, it within a certain time frame that can happen very quickly. Yeah. Like there's an old myth that you shouldn't spay your dog until she's had one litter of puppies, which is just ridiculous. I don't know who started that rumor, but yeah, um, they're actually, it's like 33% or something. I can't remember the exact number, but it's, it's a pretty significant increase in things like cancer and pyometra. Right. If you let them go into heat even once. And like we said, dogs can go into heat at about five months of age. <laughs> Which I don't know if any of you have experienced a female in heat, but the possibilities are very fun of one, them having to wear a diaper, which yeah. just seems ridiculous. And, and they who don't wants like to it. do that? And trying to keep a diaper on a dog is not easy. Yes. And you have to separate them if you have multiple dogs in the house. Yeah. Um, so let's just start there with convenience for you guys. This is a whole lot easier if you just get them fixed. Totally. But the behavior side of that is a dog going into heat causes them to start potentially guarding um, them to get somewhat aggressive behaviors towards other dogs they can even be grumpy towards people Um, and it can kind of change their demeanor in general towards you know the world um, which is not fun Um, so just that for the female side but then if you have a male who's unfixed you have marking, you have jumping fences and escape behaviors. Um, I was reading that a female dog can give off the scent that they're in heat for miles, mm-hmm. like four miles or something like that, away from wherever they are. And that's why males that are unfixed are all riled up. Yep. And jumping and fences. Jump fences to try to get to her. Yep. Um, another one in males, especially, is a dislike of other unfixed male dogs um and obviously um if your dogs aren't behaviorally sound in a sense that maybe they have fear or maybe they have some other behavioral issues going on we don't want those genetics passing on to the next set of of puppies or that offspring and if they have any medical problems to start out with we don't want those passing on either so getting your animals fixed can stop a lot of those problems from starting um and before you even have to ever think about dealing with any of that stuff um there's um you know a a list of things that are not fun that have (laughs) been documented (laughs) for unfixed dogs it's true and cats to be honest with you cats Uh, absolutely uh, we'll talk male cats cats spraying spraying. (laughs) 
<laughs> we never hang out together. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Ah, uh, it is the worst. Now, talk about a cat fight. Woo! Yeah. Territorial, man. They become territorial. Now, I obviously do not have as much experience with cats um, as, as dogs, but... Me either, but just, like, one really shocking statistic about male cats is if you neuter them, they are... Their lifespan increases by 62%. Um, Some of that is just because of medical things like the decrease in cancer, but a large chunk of that is actually getting hit by cars because of the whole roaming and trying to find the females that are in heat. Uh, So 62%, guys, that's huge. That is a huge percentage. Yeah. A huge percentage. And the females are 39% for cats, which is still huge. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, just, I mean, you're literally increasing the lifespan of your animal if you get them fixed. Yes. Longer, healthier lives. Longer, healthier lives. Um, there is, you know, this, this, some, some, I'd say a myth going around that vets will tell you that. A difference of opinion. <laughs> thank you. A difference of opinion <laughs> that if you get your animal fixed too early, that you can actually hurt their growth plates and their bone density and all of that good stuff. But when you go look at the research, there's only um, evidence for giant breed dogs. Yeah, and, over 100 pounds. And really, the rest of it is kind of inconclusive. And, you know, coming from my own experience, at least, I have dogs who were well over, well, I mean, over 45 pounds, 75 pounds, 80 pounds, 90, who never had issues. Yeah bone wise whereas my 45 pounder has had issues but it's more of a genetic thing right so it's 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 you know it is what it is um with that piece of it and and obviously you guys need to do your research but the sooner that you get your animal fixed the healthier it'll be the less likely you will have behavioral medical problems later in life and the less likely you'll have oops babies. Uh, yeah. Because nobody wants oops babies. We love puppies. Don't get us wrong. We love them. Yeah. But there are just not enough homes for them. There's a lot of work. And then having to find responsible homes for them. And all of that is just a lot. Yes. But. Yeah. Yeah. So that right. kind of leads us to what we've been project yes (laughs) our new project and what we are doing as of recently quite often yes like once a month almost yes like Um, a week every month yep a week every month um so we're working with an organization called bergen spay and neuter alliance and um we did some research looking for groups who were doing spay and neuter because we didn't really want to necessarily reinvent the wheel but we wanted to you know, work with an organization that was doing this to not only fund surgeries, but we also wanted to go be involved with them. And Bergen has been a great partnership for us because they are working with underserved communities in Colorado who don't otherwise have an opportunity to get their animals fixed um, while they're there getting vaccines and microchips and just kind of a quick glance over. Um, And, you know, it's it's creating a space for us to not only help those those communities, but for us to, you know, lessen dogs in shelters and cats too. I should say because we are doing both. Yep. Um, 
And selfishly, it allows us to go to these and work them and get experience in a clinic setting and working with behavioral in a clinic setting, both cats and dogs. So it's very fun. It is really fun. It's like a whole different ballgame from what we're used to doing. And it's it's I don't want to say it's like a vacation because it's obviously extremely hard work. We work like 12 hour days on the minimum. Yeah. For four to five days in a row. Um, But it's. A different kind of work yep. it's fun it's with this great group of people the vets are amazing the whole Bergen team is amazing the volunteers that we bring with us are so fun uh, so it's it's just kind of a nice break it's doing something different yeah um, but yeah we're also we're learning so much um, you know we're picking up some medical skills here and there um yeah. definitely dog handling skills are <laughs> they're a important. must yes and get um, practice on the regular yeah and we're just increasing our impact that we're able to make in the animal welfare community because you know we're very limited in our rescue we can only save what we find fosters for and so we have this really you know fairly small group that we work with but this, I mean, if if you think about we're fixing, let's just say 250 dogs a month, and then if all of those dogs are having 67,000 <laughs> puppies, like this oh is a gosh. huge impact. Yeah, and and I I'll say this that the communities that we're going to absolutely find value in us going oh, there. They are so, so thankful so and, nice. and so nice. And Some of them bring us presents. They make us jam. Yeah. It's so oh, nice. That was so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's really quite a good organization and idea to be able to take a, a mobile van, Spain neuter clinic to these underserved areas where there is not a vet, where their vet might be an hour or so away. Yeah. And more. and creating healthier communities for everybody. Yeah. Um. obviously the the risk of those dogs getting out in underserved areas are probably a little bit higher just because of the ability to fix fences is maybe lower or their ability to take their dogs to the vet is lower. Um. Yeah, and absolutely. Then when you have those oops puppies, they can't afford to take care of them either. Yeah. And then they inundate those shelters in those smaller rural areas and then those shelters have to figure out a way to get them moved um or adopted there which is also really hard um absolutely so it's quite an interesting and fun thing that we've we've done seven with bergen i think so yeah span neuters yeah um and you should give them a follow on uh facebook or instagram yeah Absolutely. Um, we will link it below so you guys can follow what we're doing. Um, but yeah, we real so real quick since we're oh, talking yeah. about following them on Facebook, um, you also should consider donating to them because yes. Um, so the surgeries that they're providing, so every animal that's coming in is getting spayed and neutered. Um, they are getting microchipped if not already microchipped, and then they are getting updated on all of their vaccines unless they have had them within the last year. So they're getting their parvo distemper, their rabies, or their I can't remember what the cat one is. Their feline. It's like F F I F E. I don't know. Something like Sorry, that. Sorry, we're not obviously it's not basically, a cat rescue. I mean, it's the um, same vaccine for basically for cats as parvo distemper. Yeah, yeah, parvo distemper. Yeah. Um. 
So they're getting all of those services for, depending on who is sponsoring, it's usually about $40. Yep. Is there a little like copay that they have to pay? Um, and the, that's amazing. Um, and some of the surgeries get completely covered for those of them that can't even afford that. Yes, yes. And so that's where your money would be going to be able to obviously staff the um the vet and the tech to be able to do the surgeries and all of the supplies but it's really going to sponsor those surgeries for those people who can't afford it yeah um which is a huge huge deal yeah but yeah and there's yeah they're super amazing people they're so nice they're so grateful their animals are usually really nice and amazing and there's a few that i've wanted to kidnap but you know that's neither here nor there right we stick them in our pocket and we go we didn't see that i don't know what happened to your dog we don't know what happened (laughs) they're so adorable we have seen literally um every size of dog you can imagine from teeny tiny little chihuahuas to literally 160 pound massive great Great Dane. dane mix yeah which we have the pleasure of carrying when they're knocked out um, yeah. from the surgery. So that's the other part of these clinics is we are getting our uh, workout in. Um, yes. Some of us don't have time to go to the gym. So instead, we just lift 175-pound dogs. Yeah. Dead um, weight. Dead, dead weight. weight. They are asleep. Completely dead weight. Completely dead weight. And they're like they're like jello, man. They try yes. to slide out of your arms. They're, they're tricky little things. And for whatever reason, when they're knocked out, they are so much heavier. So much heavier. I don't know yeah. what it is. I don't know either. It's quite it's, intense. Yeah. But it's also, um, it's also lots of fun when, you know, you have to shave their balls or. <laughs> I have pictures. <laughs> Literally, you guys, I've had to throw the dog's leg over my shoulder. Yeah. It was that big so that I could shave. That's the one that I have a picture of. It's yeah, she does have a photo of that. Excellent um, blackmail. <laughs> I, it will surface at some point. Don't you worry. I've kept it off of uh, social media this long. So. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Your birthday's coming up. Oh, boy. <laughs> that is when all of the embarrassing photos get taken up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we have we have so much fun. There's opportunities to help at these clinics too, yeah. doing recovery, helping us clean instruments and build packs and clean kennels, um, helping with oh, intake, yeah, check in and check out, um, helping in the bus. Um, it takes a little bit of extra training. It's a little bit more of a, a senior volunteer role, but anybody's teachable. We can get you in there, and and yeah. you can shadow. Um, it's been quite a fun journey just learning um, in these kind of faster paced environments how to create an environment for animals to be as relaxed as possible and have as good of a, a situation as possible and to make it just easy for everybody involved, yeah. um, which... And it all has to move really quickly as well. So yeah, it's definitely a challenge. It is a challenge. Uh, it's interesting. It it works us for sure. Oh yeah. We problem problem solving on the spot. Yeah. To get it done. You have to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for those for the harder dogs, definitely it's it's an interesting process trying to get a dog who does not like you and does not want to be there, um, where you need it to go. So we've we found some different some different techniques that are really as least stressful as possible for these animals. Yeah. 
So we we do those too, which is is good. Yeah. Everybody needs everybody needs a chance to be fixed. Yeah, absolutely. And the harder dogs need it even more because. Yes, we'd like that. If you're not a very nice dog, you should probably not have puppies. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't want that genetics don't, being don't pass passed on. Yeah. That is for so it's super important, but sure. Some of these more difficult dogs are also getting in. Yes. It makes our lives a little bit more difficult, but. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Never a dull moment. Never. And it's so funny um, watching, you know, some of your volunteers get anal glands sprayed on them for the first time. Um <laughs> or learning where to stick a thermometer for the first time oh yeah that's true yeah there's a lot we laugh a lot there's a lot of funny stuff that happens it's highly entertaining highly entertaining but also a lot of work which is it's just it comes with the territory yeah man we're still listen if anybody from bergen is listening (laughs) i'm just gonna put this little fairy out there um we're looking for a place that to go where there's hot springs so that after our 12 hour day we can go sit in the hot springs guys we are also looking for a place to go that has like a large um fire department that wants to come volunteer with us because we need some big burly men to help us lift dogs yeah those dogs get real heavy after and the like fourth day, brownie points if they're like between 30 and 40 and good looking <laughs> but i mean we're not picky <laughs> What we're really asking for is just perfect, <laughs> ideal <No>, we... <laughs> situations. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. But you know what? It's all so, so, so worth it. We leave it there it's so, so tired and sore, yeah. but would Our never change it. Happy. Yes. And we continue to go back, so obviously we like it. Yeah. So <laughs> we wouldn't we wouldn't go back. Um True. I would say this, right? Some of the things that Bergen, like donation-wise, might be looking for is, um, you know, somebody to come obviously spend their time volunteering, maybe taking photos if we can. Somebody that would do laundry yeah, um, would be we amazing. We go through a lot of laundry in a four-day clinic. It's amazing. And eventually we might need some new laundry because it gets used so often. Yeah, um, but especially sheets and kennel covers. Yes. Sheets and those. kennel covers. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. As a donation, sheets and kennel covers. If yeah. anybody has those. Yeah. Slip leashes are always a good added thing. Yeah. Um, they get chewed. They are actually in need of large wire kennels as well. If anyone is getting rid of kennels. Let us know. Let us know. We can round them up. We're going to have to find a spot for those to go. But yes. We are. I'm not really sure how that's going to happen either because the, the trailer's very full. The trailer's very full. But we keep the clinics keep getting bigger, so we keep having to acquire more things. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Um, if, obviously, you guys want to donate um, and you're not sure about Bergen, totally fine. You can donate to Good Dog. We fund spay-neuters yes. um, with surgeries um, and us going to work them as well with our spay neuter fund so if if that's what you'd like to do we, we'd be more than happy to to take those donations as well obviously <laughs> <laughs> oh man so here's the here's the deal get your dogs and cats spayed and neutered yes because we don't need extras right now and preferably before five months of age well yeah preferably before <laughs> they start going into heat and trying to have babies yes Babies are cute, but they're a lot of work, and there's so many dying in shelters right now. Yeah. So let's see if we can fix that problem first. Yeah. Go from there. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, 
short little podcast today. Hopefully you guys got short some but important. Yes, got some good <laughs> info about spay and neuter. We're so excited to continue working with Bergen. We are. We're actually, we just signed up for our next clinic with them. So we're going to go to Alamosa in February. Yes, we will be. Hopefully it's not negative 10 degrees like it was last February, but. That's when we were in Pueblo and we froze. It was very cold. We froze. Yeah. But I did hear a rumor that there's a hot springs in Alamosa. (laughs) It may or may not be why we decided to go to this one, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> if the hotel doesn't have a hot tub, then we need the hot springs, guys. Yeah. That's what we need. So, yeah. We're excited. We are excited. Well, check out Bergen. Yep. Uh, check out all of our stuff. If you guys have questions, let us know in the comments below. We'd be happy to talk to you about our point of view, our opinions, or where we got our research from. And uh, if you want to help... You can also sign up and let us know. Yeah, we'd be totally, totally willing to have some more volunteers. It's always Absolutely. needed. We would love that. Cool, cool, cool. Well, thanks for joining us again at Good Dog Radio. Yay. See you next time. Bye. Bye.